The teacher, Mrs. Preston, drank cherry soda and casually conversed about the chapter book they were currently enjoying. The point of being friends with Charlena was to have a partner for lunch, someone Kenya could walk with on the zoo trip, talk to at recess, someone she could sit with on the sidelines of Double Dutch, trying to make watching look fun. Charlena couldn't manage Double Dutch in her pioneer-length skirts, and Kenya couldn't manage it at all. And sometimes when her father couldn't pick her up from school, Kenya had to go to Charlena's, because Charlena's mother got home earlier than either of Kenya's parents. Given the UNICEF poster, African wood sculpture, exotic incense-smelling eccentricities of her house over on Irving Street, less tree-lined and prosperous-looking than Charlena's block, the arrangement was a relief. Charlena always wanted to play Star Wars, one of the few movies that she'd seen. At least she claimed she'd seen it. Her grasp of the plot seemed tenuous. She always insisted on being Darth Vader, declared Kenya Princess Leia, and said if Leia didn't kiss Darth Vader, Luke would be tortured. Kenya hated to break character during these games, which offered a thrilling escape from real life but she also hated Charlena's peanut-butter-apple-juice kisses, which were made worse by her heavy Darth Vader breathing. She played along the first few times, but she finally tried to fight back. "'I will keep my honor,' declared Kenya, ducking the kiss. "'And if you torture Luke,' she cried, "'I will swear to God a vengeance on your head.' "'No!' Charlena said, in her own rather than her Darth Vader voice, they have to kiss. Kenya gave in. When Charlena didn't get her way, the fun evaporated in a damp cloud of gloom. It was also true sometimes that Charlena would occasionally break away mid-kiss and fly off to pout for mysterious reasons. What is your problem? blurted Kenya one afternoon, after a particularly nauseating session of tongue-kissing had failed to cheer Charlena. Charlena sighed theatrically. Nothing! Bored, but not quite ready to do math worksheets, Kenya watched Charlena fritter with the slats of the mint-green blinds and stare out onto the street. Kenya viewed the blinds with her usual sense of longing. For reasons that were never explained to her, and to the consternation of their neighbor, Mrs. Osgood, her own parents had kept the boards on the bottom front windows that had come with their small row house. Kenya tried again. Come on, tell me what's wrong. Do your parents ever fight? Charlena asked, turning slowly from the window to face Kenya. Sometimes. Kenya said, her face suddenly burning. Did her parents fight? Not all the time, but when they did, she recalled two Thanksgivings ago when her father's wino philosopher friends, as her mother called them, mysteriously showed up around dinner time and her mother broke a wooden spoon on a pot. Charlena's eyes welled up. I think mine are going to get a, a divorce. Kenya sucked in air sharply. While many of the Lee kids were being raised by single mothers and grandmothers, 
An actual divorce seemed cataclysmic. It was something so dramatic they made movies, TV movies, and specials about it. In one of the movies her parents had for some reason allowed her to watch, there was a horrible courtroom scene where a judge made a sobbing boy choose which parent he liked better and which one he'd see only on weekends. He chose to live with his mother, and then his father died in a car accident. Charlena started to cry, and all Kenya could think to do was swat at her back. It was what her father would have done. She tried to picture her mother, but she would feel ridiculous crushing Charlena, who was nearly a head taller, into her skinny chest. I bet it's going to be okay, Kenya said, wanting to ask more about Charlena's parents and how they fought. She thought again about...